Hello. Hello. Thank you for listening to Father and Sundays. You're welcome. Not you. Um, this is just a quick message at the start of the episode. So you're starting off, if you're listening to this, you're starting to episodes either one up to eight. Just to let you know, audio quality isn't all that. No, it, we were using quite basic stuff. We were sort of skirting around it and trying to do things slightly on the wing. Yeah. So we appreciate you starting at the beginning, but if it is a real problem for you, Please skip all, over to episode 9, which is episode 9 is Films. Uh, it does get better from there. It's still not up to the standard it is today, but it's a lot better from that point. So if you do want to see that, you are more than welcome to. If you are happy to stick around with this episode, then I hope you enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, uh, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. We are now on episode four and today we're going to be talking about animals and a couple of bits alongside that such as zoos, aquariums and other stuff. Yep, other stuff. Cool. Uh, so on with it. So, animals zoos, everything alongside that. We love it. We can't get enough indeed. of it. We, we can't get enough of it. You're absolutely right. No. Uh, I mean, even last year with, with the whole pandemic going on, we still managed to get to the zoo and the aquarium. We did. We did. Uh, our local zoo, which is Colchester Zoo, I think we felt we needed to reach out to them as they were struggling with, uh, well, with finances like everywhere else is as well, wasn't it? So... We made sure we we got there, and it was it was a a decent experience. It wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be, and uh, especially on our second lap when uh, everyone had cleared out because it was on a time based thing, like a rotor. Everyone had cleared out by our second lap round, so it was a lot yeah, calmer. That's good. Yeah, no, it was definitely. So we got a bit of time in with particular in particular areas within in the zoo that we really enjoyed as well, and we both been to Colchester Zoo and had a keeper experiences so I think we're quite sort of I don't know I feel a sort of affinity with that place I mean I've been going there since I was a kid it's changed an awful lot since then but I've been going there since I was a kid and I must admit uh, when I celebrated my 50th and got the keeper experience from you guys it was that's got to go down as one of 
the most uh, incredible days of my life, really. Yeah, well, I got my Just 21st and had close. the keeper experience. Yeah, it is, it is special. And I know that there's, uh, you know, we, we, we could go into conversations about zoos and and where they stand now. I think they have changed, uh, certainly in this country, the, the, the leaning is much more to conservation uh, and to breeding programs within zoos. And, and I, you know, even in my lifetime, I've seen so much change from the the cages. I mean, they're still in pens, but the the bars, the, the a lot of the animals weren't suitable for keeping anyway, and, and they would be in concrete uh, uh, cages. And you know, and now they do try and look at the environment, look at what they need, um, give them stimulation, enrichment, all those things in order to make it uh, a better experience for the animals. I still get the argument about the animals being in ca- uh, captivity, but, you know, when you look at the breeding programs as well, that's it's quite a quite involved, quite... It's global, you know, um, and I think a lot of good's being done. Yeah. I mean, when you take about... Talk about animals in captivity as well, I mean, a lot of the animals that are in zoos nowadays... They were either born in zoos or have been in the zoo long enough that if they were to leave, they're not necessarily going to survive. And you've even got places in certain zoos around the world, actually all of them really work together when it comes to conservation. So, for example, endangered species, breeding them and breeding programs so that... It's even come to a point where there's some species that were previously endangered. Actually, a big one being pandas in China mm. I mean obviously the Chinese do a lot with pandas and this whole panda sanctuaries and stuff like that but they were endangered and, and strictly speaking that one's not because of us that one's more because they're a bit funny and weird in the way they breed and, and maybe they should be extinct but they've, they've kind of been saved from yeah. extinction by all the programs that they have in China actually that's a fair point because there are uh, animals and you, you cited the panda I mean there's an argument to say they should be extinct. I mean, they've got a limited diet. Uh, as far as reproduction is concerned, it's very much hit and miss by all accounts. I mean, it's, they, they're only fertile for a, like, a matter of like 45 seconds every 400 years or something like that. So, you know, you've got to say maybe, but, you know... It's just a matter of the mouth's up in. to it as well at the time. Exactly, yeah, uh, you know, it, it does. It's it's a complicated thing, and and some animals certainly we've encroached on their land, with uh, and their habitat. There, it's it's been uh, awful. But yeah. there's others that perhaps are, are slightly different. But anyway, and know. it's really drastic in a lot of other places, like rainforests and such like that. Uh, Bornean rainforests, especially like orangutans and stuff, um, things like that. The what? Is it Bornean? Borneo? Yeah, just Borneo. just made up another place. Bornean rainforest. So the... Right, not the Borneo rainforest. Yeah, but would it not be the Bornean rainforests? All right, well, um, I'm sure one of our many zero listeners will correct us on it anyway, so... Well... We'll, we'll just go forward. Let's just call it that anyway. Anyway, but even like things like that is quite drastic, but even looking outside of your window... 
now. I know you're not doing it now because you're nowhere near your window. But if you were to look no. outside the window now, looking down our street, they're all quite modern housing-ish within the last century and also and looking out there previously i don't know what have been there where it's fields or maybe trees bit of wood wooded area but i remember when it was all fields yeah <laughs> <laughs> then, but there, there would have been a lot more wildlife there like we we seem to have globally taken over the world as humans and taking everything for ourselves we've gone oh i need somewhere to live so i'm going to kick this fox out of its home and move into it not the hole i'm not moving into the hole but i mean like the fox's home wow well they ain't doing too bad i'm i'm sure if i looked outside my window at the moment there'd be probably a couple of foxes rummaging for our dustbin sacks that haven't been collected this week but that's a different problem <laughs> or making new foxes Which although we probably do. hear that yes yeah they, they'll wait until the middle of the night before they do that ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah quiet lovely yeah but no you're right I mean and there's some animals that have thrived I mean I'm I must admit in more recent times I see a lot more foxes I even see badgers around sort of built up areas now badgers um, hmm. yeah badgers street corners <laughs> gangs of them flick knives no they, they've that they, they, you see that sort of thing and there's squirrels in our back garden I mean we've never had squirrels in our back garden and then suddenly and that's not a euphemism <laughs> suddenly we've got a like a couple of squirrels in the trees behind where we we are you know so it's and i see uh on a daily basis i see uh different types of birds and that that you don't expect i mean even driving home yesterday parakeets for a start yeah but driving home yesterday i saw a, a buzzard uh and then as i turned the corner there was a muntjac deer so you know, and I'm not talking, I'm talking by a, a main road. Today I drove, drove home and I saw another huge uh, bird of prey. I couldn't tell you exactly what it was, but it was slightly smaller than the buzzard. But, you know, there, there's plenty of plenty of wildlife out there. And it always surprises me as well, is when you go to these places, these woods and whatever, and they say, oh, yeah, we've got deer. And you think, well, no, you can't have deer. We'd have seen them. But there are, you know, and, and quite often they'll keep, well clear of anybody else. I mean, we've seen deer before, haven't we, when we've been walking through local woods. But Yeah. I mean, know, it's, it's... We, we used to have wildlife in regards to like hedgehogs. We used to personally get quite a few hedgehogs in our garden, but we don't... I've not seen a hedgehog in years or, or seen signs of a hedgehog in years, and I guess really th- those particular they... animals have not fared well to to suit themselves to urban life whereas other that. animals and sorry just as well i've seen a lot of animals you say about going seeing animals down the main road i've seen a lot of animals down main roads but quite a lot of them are flat oh yeah 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 well, fair enough yeah and and obviously our, our commutes to work we see a lot of that which is a shame but you know it's a it's a sad fact that you know we've cars a road in the middle of the Habitat. Yeah, and and where everybody's uh, going on a, a long at a speed, I can barely talk today. Uh, going on at a speed, and obviously they don't stand a chance. But you know, it's it it, it is 
it is difficult. You say about hedgehogs, hedgehogs, the the actual hedgerows and places where they would normally be are disappearing all the time. That's why they they talk about creating something for them. Um, but but this, I mean, thinking about some of the uh, larger, I mean, we've I think our particular favourites. Because uh, everybody's really got a favourite animal, haven't they? And I think both of us, uh, with our zoo experiences, uh, got to come up close and personal with those uh, particular animals. I mean, you uh, were with the elephants, which is your particular favourite. Mm-hmm. So how was that? Well, how did you feel with that? What, with the elephants? How did I feel? Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was an incredible experience to be that close and personal with an elephant uh what was really nice is i was feeding the elephants at the time and there's this one particular one that it's got in the habit of picking up things off of the floor like rubbish wise so inside the enclosure right. pick up like crisp packets of that and the keepers thought oh this is a good habit it means we don't have to pick it up and they give it to the keeper and the keeper gives them a bit of food oh that's good um that particular elephant's gotten so much of a habit now of doing that that there's a, apparently a pile of leaves next to where the public feeding is because it keeps handing over leaves and expecting more food. I got a part of a coconut shell. It picked up a piece of coconut shell off the floor and then handed it to me and I... Or trunked it to me because I don't have hands. And then, uh, and then I handed it a piece of food. Oh, so it was with Elephants haven't got hands. <laughs> no, no hands. Didn't know if you knew that. They have got fingers, though. Do you know that? Have they? Yeah. The bits at the end of their trunk... They're referred to as fingers. Oh, right, yeah. Things okay. that pick things up with. Yeah. yeah. There you go. How about, because you, right. you had orangutans. Orangutan, yeah. Oh, I mean, well, I was fairly speechless. We, we, uh, we obviously, that they, there was one that was outside and one that was inside and uh, both males one of them was absolutely huge. Uh, He's the one that's but, been there for years, isn't he? Uh, no, no, that's the one who's who's uh, who's not been there so long. The other one was fifty years old, who sadly is gone now. Uh, but the other one, uh, uh, Tiger, he—I'm not sure—he was like an adolescent, I believe. But we went in, and it was incredible to be at that near. We prepared their food um, and their drinks for them. Wore face masks actually, before it was cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No face masks because obviously we we uh, share so much with uh, apes that you know any, if we'd have walked in there with any sort of germs, it would have affected them. Um, but then we fed them, or we fed that particular one, and I've got to say it was it was just uh, beyond words. I think. Uh, you know, when I came out of there, I think a few of you tried to talk to me about it, and I was I was pretty much in not in tears, but very choked up, very emotional about it because it was just a lifelong thing to want to do, and and the actual being that close and seeing how magnificent they are and how huge they are as well, um, and powerful as well. We could really feel the strength in their hands, and that it was just like nothing else. But it again, it's I guess those sort of experiences. Um, they bring a lot of money into zoos, don't they? They bring a lot of money, and you and you and you can see by how they're struggling that most of the money that comes in, or nearly all the money that comes in, is spent is ploughed back into the zoo to make it, um, you know, 
give it give it give more space, give yeah. more uh, uh, education for what? the for the actual keepers. And it's, uh, that was something that struck me is the the keepers, the, all the ones I spoke to that day were the various animals that we were with. Um, there was no doubt about it. They absolutely adored those animals. They knew awful. They had a real bond with them, a real sort of uh, say, passion for what they do. Apart from the guy, because we both had gibbons, apart from the guy that dealt with the gibbons and the cheers, he was like, you know, when you've got a, a cat, for example, and you're just like, oh, yeah, my cat's all right, but he's a bit of a D word. Yeah. And, uh,. Yeah. <laughs> He said that about like the cheetahs and the and the gib. Why can't I not remember the name of mandrills? That's it. It's mandrills. It was yeah. yeah. Oh no, without a doubt. I mean, it, the cheetahs certainly were very sort of aggressive uh, and and very quite intimidating until I didn't realise that they just meow like a cat. They haven't got yeah, they a roar. Do. They just go. They just do a, a, the tiniest yes, which really, well, might might lull you into a full sense of security, really, because if you think, ah, oh, no. Did you do the same as then. me? As you walk past it and you just when it meows and you go, you have to do a double take. Like, what was that? Is that that? Is yeah, that well, a I, I think I said to the guy, I think I said to the guy about it, and I, he said, it was that? He said, yeah. He said, that's what they do. And then he said to them, they really... Um, you're right. He wasn't all that key. If I think he, it's the trust between them, and I think he. I mean, you've got to have a healthy respect, haven't you, for any sort of animal? I mean, let's face it: the most gentle of animals could do you great harm if they wanted to. Um, but he, he certainly said that they weren't to be, you know, taken for granted. What you can't relax—that's the word I was yeah. looking for. They can't relax with them, but. No, I mean a great experience, uh, and uh, and I know how people feel about zoos, but I think really ultimately I'd love to see these animals in the wild. I mean, even that you tend to, if you go on a safari to see animals like that, you see them in a uh, park of such, you know, um, a reserve that's to to try and save them from poachers anyway. So I mean yeah. that going down that line, poachers and and getting animals for sport. Well, I don't think we need to even debate the uh, the wrongdoings there. Oh no, absolutely not. I mean, with when it when it comes to he uh, said about money pumping into zoos, it's just a little thing as well. If you think about a vet bill, and you think about how much a vet bill costs, and then you multiply that by how many animals you've got in that zoo as well. And you also think about how many animals you've got to feed in the zoo per day. And I think it costs them like thousands per day just to feed all the animals. And that's how much it just adds up. And and that's just that side of things. Whereas a lot of their other money gets pumped into either developing the zoo uh, so they can better support their animals that they've got existing there. Or pumped into some kind of conservation efforts, breeding efforts and stuff like that. And and especially during the pandemic, they really did suffer a lot of zoos no, they globally. They still, yeah, uh, still very much so. I think when you look at it like that, as these animals were born in captivity, they're not going to survive outside of it. Also, there's also animals in captivity now that you learn more from an animal in captivity than you're going to learn from an animal outside of captivity because you're just not going to see them. 
as such. I think certainly when it comes to marine animals, uh, things like octopuses, which is the plural for an octopus. Uh, and no, surely not. Yep, definitely octopuses, is. Octopuses, not Oct- octopi. No, octopuses. Uh, and a lot of other fish... You... You're making that up. <laughs> no, but a lot of other fish, uh, you you wouldn't see them because that you can't physically watch a fish all the time. Because I don't know if you know this, but you you can't breathe underwater. Don't know if you've tried. And also, there's the sea's quite big, so to watch an animal all the time is really difficult. So when wow, you have something like just, an octopus in captivity, you can really watch its behaviours and such. It's that just a lot fact more. after fact review, isn't it? Yeah, I know. The things I mean, I've learned. Not just a fairy face. Can't breathe under. Can't breathe underwater. The ocean is really big. And I think we learned on the last episode that you can't <laughs> smell in space either. So you learned oh, that. Oh, I'm me. still no. I'm sorry. No, well, I'm not going to go on about that. But I, I, I'm going to check check me facts. But I think we'll find I'm right. Anyway, go on. Yeah, Talking about, about facts. Fish. Have you not got some facts that you've prepared? Well, no. I, when I've uh, like always, I prepare for these things, although I seem like I don't. Um, and I start looking through some stuff and I think, can that possibly be right? So, for instance, cows can only sleep standing up, but they can only dream lying down. How would we know this? A scientist. Ah, oh, a scientist. So it's like... <laughs> one of those scientists that goes oh I need to study something but I don't know what to study so that it just seems like a really strange thing for someone to just go ahead and study I, I imagine there was some sort of uh, foil cap with uh, wires coming off it that they put on the yeah. top of the and a, and, a, and a screen so they could watch what was happening I, I mean I'm no scientist I, but I imagine that's why I think that's exactly it I've got another one for you a housefly hums in the key of F. How about that then? Man, blown. <laughs> Did they learn that with one of those tuning forks? Oh, no, probably. I so mean, I, I don't know the key of it. I don't know what F is. Yeah, say F. It might be something more like that, yeah. Huh. That, no, yeah I think that's more of a G. Oh. Um. I'll tell you what, there's a good one. There's a good one. A flamingo can only eat when its head is upside down. See, that's that's what that... If that's true, that's strange, because you'd think about swallowing and it really hindering gravity and being able to swallow. Huh. Well, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's true, because I'm reading it off of... Um, oh, yeah. I forget, everything you read on the internet is true. Well, it is. Yeah, most of it is. Because you didn't get this one from a pop-up book, did you? No, 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 I haven't got any So I don't think it can be quite as trustworthy as a pop-up book. Right, this is a good (laughs) (laughs) one. A sea lion is the first non-human mammal with a proven ability to keep a beat. (laughs) A lot of drummers, a lot of sea lion drummers. <laughs> to be fair, if you put a moustache on a sea lion, you'll never tell the difference. I've seen a lot no, of big bands of sea lions. The picture I'm looking at, he's got a moustache. Is he actually? <laughs> well, whiskers, the same thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, pretty but, much. What about that, though? That's, I mean, that's what, 
what I'd like to point out in that sentence is proven ability. How do they it's not just it? someone saying, I reckon a sea lion reckon- can keep a good beat. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon walruses can do a similar kind of thing? No, I think they're uh, notoriously bad at keeping river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, aren't sea lions just walruses without the tusks? They're just using them as, as uh, drumsticks, aren't they? Yeah, maybe. That's maybe. how a sea lion's right. made. It's, yeah. Now you're being silly. Reindeer eyeballs <laughs> turn blue. Reindeer eyeballs turn blue in winter to help them see in lower light levels. Lower light levels. Lower lower light light levels. Lower light levels. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah. That is just unbelievable, isn't it? Does that mean I can see in lower light levels? Why? Because I've got blue eyes. I, I, I I don't know what you're talking about. No, I doubt it. Oh, fair enough. Now, that is quite interesting, actually. An animal being able to change the colour of his eyes. Yeah, well, quite, yeah, absolutely. Right, this one, this one blows my mind completely. Animals with smaller bodies and faster metabolism, such as chipmunks and squirrels, see in slow motion. <laughs> you know, you know... That makes sense. They say about flies no. being able to see in slow motion as well. What? what flies in the key of F? Flies in the key of, key of F, yeah. Because if you think about it, um, I guess this goes back to what we're discussing with with time and movement and and such like that as well. If something's not moving as much, time relative will move slower. Or So, so if a slower metabolism would mean that Things are going slower. Do you, just, do you know what I mean? Oh, to, oh, to be honest, I switched off when you started talking. Oh, okay. Then. Fair enough. <laughs> it just, that one makes sense to me. <laughs> and flies, especially. Because if, if you ever tried to swat a fly, I know I'm really, really good at catching flies, but um, if you ever tried to get one, you can never, this always beats you to it, doesn't it? Because what you're telling me is because they're looking at you and because you're in slow motion, they're, they're able to move quicker than you. Yeah, that bloke's that, that bloke's hands coming. That bloke that bloke's hands gonna be here in a moment. Oh, it's almost here. Alright, better leave now. Alright, off. See you later, Jim. How can that possibly be true? Cause it just I, doesn't Because have you ever you know it, you know when you watch a film and there's a giant Yeah. And you oh know right. how the giant kinda of takes steady big steps almost in slow motion? Yeah. That's because for relative to a giant Time moves, time moves quicker for a giant. Okay, so on that's that, why they move in slow motion in, relative to us. Are we you move saying in slow, that, slow motion relative to a fly? So for an elephant, does ele- elephants see everything in fast forward, like no, Keystone no. Cops sort of thing? An elephant might see things move faster than we see. They actually are. Because you often see bigger animals have slower reflexes, don't they? But that's because time relative to them moves at a faster pace, so they haven't got enough, essentially, time f- to to react. Whereas someone like a fly can react very quickly because time relative to them means everyone else is moving slower. But time relative to an elephant, everyone else is moving faster. And that's why an elephant walks quite slowly. Well, talking of elephants, 
elephants have a specific alarm call that means human. But presumably, by the time <laughs> by the time they uh, it happens, <laughs> it's happened already, and they can't do anything about it. Yeah, that's it. And so they have to resort you, to using so, their fingers to do some sort of yeah, counting how many humans language. there are, but they can only count up to two. Um, so, so with an elephant, if if they've got specific call for human, that means essentially they've got their own name for humans. They've given us a name. That's quite cool, really, when you think about it, because we give a lots of, we give names to lots of different animals. For example, animals is a name for animals, but mm. we don't think they're going to give names to us. So I like that. That's a cool. That's a cool fact. Well done on that right. one. Right? Did you know so wild, wild dolphins call each other by name? Wild dolphin. Yeah, the ones that are really angry. No, the wild dolphins call each other by name. Oh. They've each got different names. That one's called Brian. Yep, Steve. Barbara. Ian. <laughs> yeah. No, they... Barbara gets is, around, doesn't she? <laughs> it's a lovely picture of... of uh, yeah, Barbara, yeah. <laughs> they also Great mate name. for fun. They're the only other animal to mate for fun. So... <laughs> Are they really? Yeah. All right. Is it supposed so. to be fun? <laughs> well. <All> right. <laughs> Next one. One species of jellyfish is immortal. Yes. It can revert back to its child state after having become sexually mature, dirty devil, and therefore never dies. Yes. I have no... So, they just go back to they just you know how we age they just go back in time again I mean yeah, let's how? be honest a jellyfish is just a big blob it's very closely related to an enemy's um, they, they, they're the same kind of thing they haven't got a brain or anything so they just go backwards alright okay alright uh, I'm seeing if I've got any more oh this is if this is the last one this is I wish I hadn't saved this till last. A snail can sleep for three years at a time. You know what? I knew that. Yeah. Do you know how I knew that? Have you been looking at my notes? No. Do you remember the quiz that I did during lockdown? That was one oh, of my don't questions. Tell me that. that one was. Along with um something else having three pair three years. I can't Three remember what it what, was. A butterfly. A butterfly. Polar bears have black skin and see-through fur. Yes. The now extinct colossal penguin stood as tall as 2.3 metre basketball legend LeBron James. This must oh. be an American site. You said you'd just be firing through... Uh... <laughs> the male Gentoo and the Delhi penguins proposed to females by giving them a pebble... I it's a quick fire animal anyway. fact. Quick fire, quick fire facts. Yeah, dogs sense of smell is 100,000 times stronger than humans. However, they have only one sixth of our number of taste. If they've got a really good sense, this has always bothered me. Why do they smell so bad if they've got a really good sense of smell? Because surely, you know, even when we couldn't smell them, they'd be able to smell it themselves. Or don't you smell your own brand? You know, it's, everyone likes their own brand, and no. with with that, then so 
if they can smell themselves, maybe they can smell beyond the smell and they actually like the smell. But you said about taste buds, and that makes sense, because I don't know if you've ever eaten dog food, but that doesn't taste great. Does it not? No. No, I've never done it. Have you actually tasted dog food then? Yeah, I've tried dog food. I think you should. I think you should try your animal food that you're giving the animals, uh, because you should know whether it's how it tastes and what they have to put up with every day. Oh, right. Okay. Well, fair enough. Well, that's the end of my facts. All right. Well, do you feel enlightened? I feel enlightened. I feel like I've learned so much. I look forward to learning more. Some of them can be right. I'm going to have to follow up, do a little bit of digging on those ones. There's a couple there that I'm not sure about. Maybe we can come back to it. I'll certainly look at squirrels in a different way. Yeah, maybe we could. (laughs) We'll come back to it after you've done your research and your science experiments in the shed. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Will do. And now... A word from our sponsors. Bullshit. Is your prize bovine struggling with the cold temperatures? Does he give you a frosty reception when you see him each morning? Then you need... Bullshit. Our sheets are made with NASA-developed technology and will keep even the chilliest hormed beefcake toasty warm. Bullshit. Online orders only. Only 29 Likely to spontaneously combust. Not a real product. Right, Dad, I've got a game for you now. You said you like to prepare. I've prepared something for you today. Okay. So we're going to play a little game. And it's a bit like, you know how you'd have Batman versus Superman, a fight between the two who would win? Yeah, Superman. Yeah, but Superman's a bit pathetic anyway. But, um... He's the worst superhero ever. Anyway, I've got a who would win in the fight for you between animals. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> keeping yeah. on the, uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> on the animal theme. Yeah, keeping on the animal theme and keeping how we yeah. love animals so much, we're going to make them fight each other. <laughs> fight each other. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, I'm sure it's illegal, but let's go for it. All right. So, first things off, to kick us off, let's go simple. Let's go classic. Dog versus cat. Go. Oh, see, like what we t- see, there's so many different sorts of dogs. Uh, from the experience of watching it, I would say a cat would take the dog, but I think the cat would irritate the dog, and then the dog would, you know, ultimately win. It see, depends. It's an odd one, that one. See, there is a right answer to this, and you'll find uh, there I is a right answer to all of these. Um, in a dog versus cat scenario, the cat would win. The reason being because the cat would hit the dog on the nose and the yeah. dog would just walk away because he's fed up of being hit on the nose. Yeah, but there, there. But what about if it was... Um, what about if it was a different dog? <laughs> Not our dog, because you're talking about our dog. I get, your, I get your argument. I get it. I understand. I appreciate it. But you're still wrong because this is my game. So that's a point to me. I'm winning. Is this how it's going to go? Yeah. Okay. I'm winning. What we're going to have next? Okay. So next up is surgeon fish versus bladder snail. And I will point out that surgeon fish is things like tangs, blue tangs, uh, yellow tangs. uh, I've now forgotten all the other tangs. Powder blue tangs, powder brown Blue tangs. Yep. 
Poo Tang Clan. Tangastic. Tangfastic. I better be careful where I say that. Um, and what was the other one? A blood what? A bladder, a bladder. snail. Bladder snail. And what's a bladder snail? Is it just a snail? Snail. That's a pond snail. Right, I reckon the snail would have it. Because I reckon those bladder snails are probably poisonous. And I think they've probably got sort of some sort of weaponry in the shell. And uh, and the blue tang is just a blue tang. So what, what kind of weaponry, weaponry do you think the bladder snail would no, have? Anything. Could have anything in there, couldn't it? Really? Uh-huh. Well, if it had some kind of weaponry, I guess it, it might stand a chance. Now, blue tang, I will point out, does have a spine that's incredibly sharp down its back. Um, so you say it's just a blue tang, but they do have a weapon. Uh, but the actual correct answer to this is surgeon fish, because a surgeon fish, if it got injured at all, we would just be able to perform an operation and mend itself, and then a bladder snail, snail will just wet itself. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I can see this is... <laughs> so that's another yeah, point to me. <laughs> right, okay, okay, right. Bring it on, bring the next one on. Next one on, okay. So this is a thousand moths versus an orangutan. Uh, I think you'd find my friend, your friend, everybody's friend, the orangutan would easily uh, deal with the moths. How would he no fight a thousand it. moths? How would you fight a thousand moths? It just yeah, bat them off. Have you seen the size of an orangutan's hand? Yeah, but if you think about an orangutan and a moth, a moth's a lot smaller, so time will be going in slow motion, so it'd be able to move a lot faster compared to orangutan. It'll be going. But I don't right, even the reflexes. think it'd be bothered. They'd get caught in its hair and and um, eat each other and, and whatever. No, so like, you're going for an orangutan. This is this is a nonsense. If you tell me it's going to be moths now, this is rigged. This well, it is a thousand moths, and the reason oh, being a thousand moths would win sake. is because they would eat all the orangutan's fur, and then the orangutan would freeze. Why would they? All the all the orangutan would have to do is bring out a torch. And then all the moths would go nuts around there. Well, and, and he if, could stamp on them. If the orangutan brought a torch with him, then maybe he'd stand a chance. But this orangutan doesn't, so there you go. He's got other things performing surgery on himself. So, all right. That's a surgeon that fish. Clues in the name. The, the orangutan has got a torch. They've, they all carry torches. So, I'm afraid uh, you're wrong. Not this orangutan. So, that's another point for me. 3 0. Um,. Next one, a jaguar or a jaguar versus 10 armadillos. Why has there got to be multiple armadillos? You're just muddy in the water there, so it, it makes it sort of right. So, so a, a jaguar, armadillos are famous for being uh, armoured and dillos. Yeah. Right? So 10 <laughs> yeah, of them. They're very dillos. Right? They, I think they eat... Grubs and stuff, armadillos. I'm showing my David Attenborough-esque knowledge here. Um, a jaguar hardly comes out in the light. Armadillos are probably nocturnal. I don't know. Uh, 
I'm going to go for Jaguar because they'd probably better crack open an armadillo like a peanut, like a monkey nut. Is that your final answer? It is. I know it's the wrong answer because you're well, making it the wrong answer. No, but, yeah. I, I've actually pre-done all of these, so I, I'm not actually changing any of the answers. And I'm sorry to say that you are wrong again, that armadillos would win. And the reason being why the armadillos would win, one, you kind of mentioned about the armour, but two, they would win because the Jaguar is just a car. So a car can't do much on its own against they the armadillos. No, because it's got no driver. But this is an animal against animal based quiz and you can't just bring an inanimate object well, into it by being clever with armadillos words. are animals yeah and jaguars are animals yeah and then the car is based on the animal so the, the armadillos oh would win God. so that's four nil next one you're such an idiot <laughs> you're an idiot you're the one's getting all these wrong <laughs> a golden retriever versus a labrador retriever so okay is this a real uh, a Labrador Retriever or is this a stuffed animal? No, it's real. So they're both real dogs? Yes. Yeah. And they're both... Uh, they won't. It'll, it'll be a draw because they'll just lick each other to death. Do you reckon? Yeah. There's no, no way. You this one... Get, they don't do that sort of thing. This one's... The Golden Retriever would win because the Golden Retriever would win as it is made out of gold and it might also that's take not you a real dog, <laughs> is it? it might also take you out as I hear they float around space oh you're just idiot you're an idiot I hear, I hear there's plenty of gold retrievers floating around space so they might accidentally take you out you're the one that told oh, me that anyway god if you hear the door going a minute it's me going out into the freezing cold because it's it's I'd rather do that than sit here and listen to this nonsense. I had to listen to lots of different places on the moon. So <laughs> they were real places on the moon. Not all of them. Well, because it was true or false, wouldn't it? Otherwise, it would all be true, wouldn't it? There wouldn't be much of a competition. Right, OK. Anyway, so it's now 5-0. Uh, there's five more questions. You could still draw. Really? <laughs> so this, this next one, it's a great one. A phoenix versus... A griffin. All right, so two mythical beasts. Mm-hmm. All right. The phoenix would win every time. And why is can, that? Because it can regenerate itself. It will. It will die, and then it will come back to life again. That's what phoenixes do. Connor, congratulations, Dad. Connor, congratulations, because you are correct. And what I've written is a phoenix, as it will just another will just rise from the ashes, and the griffin will get tired. Yeah. See. See. Well done. I was trying to apply your sort of logic to it then. Well, I think that was just obvious logic. But oh well. Um. So that's five one. Well done. Do you get in there? You're catching up. Um. Don't patronise me. So, next one. A rabbit with thumbs versus a badger. A rabbit with thumbs? Versus a badger. Why Why with thumbs? Because it's got posable thumbs. You're going to say it's, it's going to have a gun or something. 
So it, 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 because it's got posable thumbs, it's able to pick up weapons. Is this where we're going with this posable thumbs business? Or are they not posable thumbs? They're just, uh, well, the badgers are, can be quite vicious. So normally, under normal circumstances, a badger would uh, take a, a rabbit. But I get the feeling that these aren't normal circumstances. Stop scratching his knee. Am I scratching my knee? See, it's this. I'm getting irritated. I'm getting so irritated. It's like a tick, and I'm I'm starting to yes, right, okay. I just scratched my head as well. Is that all right? Is that coming out? I didn't. I didn't catch the scratching the head. That's fine. Go on then. Go on. Which which one do you reckon it is? I didn't really get an answer from you. I've already said. If you're not listening, that's your because you gave like an answer for both. So which one? I said it would be a badger. But so you're, you're saying a badger? That the, well, yeah. Or you're going to say, well, because it's got a thumb, uh, uh, this rabbit, it's got a sawed-off shotgun or something that it can use. Well, Go on. this one, and we've discussed it in previous podcasts, so it should be easy. It should be simple. The rabbit would win because badgers don't exist. Oh. <sighs> We discussed this in our ghosts episodes that badgers are a myth. So that's six one. Oh no! You seem like you're enjoying this. This is excruciating. (laughs) Right, the next one is mushroom versus coral. So these ones are still kind of down the animal branch. Well, how? How are they down the animal branch? I know coral is well, mushrooms a, is a closer, living thing. Mushrooms close... Well, so is a mushroom. It's a living thing. Well, it's a living thing. It's not anything related to... What are you talking about? These aren't animals. Anymore. Mushrooms are close... More closely related to animals than they are plants. How? They're a fungus. Yeah. They're more closely. Uh, they're just, bacteria. They're more made up. They're more closely related to. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to say mushroom because you can get deadly uh, mushrooms, what for poisonous mushrooms. So the mushroom will poison the coral, uh, and the coral is very fragile anyway. So um, there you go. That's my answer. Yeah, I, I, I. You are correct there uh, for. Similar, but not exactly the same reasons. Um, I mean, there are poisonous coral as well and such like that. But the reason a mushroom would win is they can survive and thrive between a sweaty man's toes. So they can put up quite a lot. Um, but coral will die if you give it too much salt or the wrong kind of light or simply breathe on a Tuesday or something like that. Coral can die to anything. Um, so, yeah, mushrooms are the winner of that one. So it's now 6-2. Well done. You're almost there. You could almost definitely not win. Do you promise me we're almost there? Yeah, there's two more. So, this one is frog versus pig. Well, obviously there's poisonous frogs. Uh, I don't think you can get poisonous pigs. Uh... I think that if the frog injured the pig, 
the pig could put ointment on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> something about Russia. Uh, oh, I don't. A frog. My favourite animal, the frog. Yeah, yeah, frog isn't your favourite animal. So you're going with frog, yeah? Yeah. Well, actually, the pig would win, as Miss Piggy would take most of the most things in the uh, divorce proceedings. As Kirby is quite oh, passive. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! We've we've gone. It's just gone in a. I'm losing the will to live. I've actually kind of lost count, but isn't that like eight two? I wish there was a thousand moths killing me right no, at this point. No, not 8-2, Right, last. But I wouldn't by even put up a fight. I'd just let him do it. Last but by all means, not all means least. This makes this makes my Places on the Moon quiz seem like I real tell you what, I thought you were going to smash this, this quiz, but if I'm perfectly honest, uh, you're thought process hasn't been all that great and I think you should be disappointed but this it all comes down to this last question because it's so far it's 7-2 all to play for because this question is yeah, worth one what? point oh right so that's <laughs> going to work out well for me then alright yeah. how many points would you like it Go to be then. worth let's make it worth this, uh, let's make it uh, worth five points this question yeah okay Fe- what's this felt tip pen against a, a silverback or a Paperclip against a bald eagle. No, this is penguin versus squirrel. Well, a penguin would win that because a penguin's stronger and uh, squirrels, although they see in slow motion, uh, penguins move like far faster than that. So they double up. So in real time, they would peck the squirrel to death. Uh, pinch its nuts and take them to its mate. Oh, pinch his nuts to propose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> uh, well, you, you got the right answer, but uh, I guess the reasoning was a little bit different to mine because this isn't just any battle. This is a, a dance battle and the penguin would win because they always win in a dance off. Are you talking about happy feet now? Yep. Oh my God. And if and we what, were to do surfing, done? they always win in the surfing competition as well. Oh, do they? What's that then? Is that still Surf's happy up. feet? Surf's up. Right, another penguin one. Yep, penguin. But that's it. That's my uh, that's my quiz. So actually, it's that, a tie. It's seven was, all. That was astonishing. Seven all. Well done, How Dad. How was that seven all? Because that was last one was worth five. We discussed this. Oh, was it? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. well done then. Oh, Only well. right at the end. What a way to finish. What a way to finish. I can't wait to, to set the next quiz. <laughs> but anyway, that is it. And you are still scratching your leg, but never mind. Um, I'm scratching my head. I'm wondering what am I doing? <laughs> what have I done with my life? <laughs> this anyway. is really a Saturday evening or a Sunday or whenever this goes out. <laughs> we'll be going out next Sunday. So thank you right. so much for cool. listening. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast it has been really fun hasn't it dad yeah i mean i seem to be apologizing every week now at the end of these podcasts for for what i put everybody through but you know it's your own fault you've listened to it (laughs) deal with it 
we all make mistakes and yours was clicking on this podcast. <laughs> clicking on this podcast, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, thank you for listening to this mess. And if you want to hear more of this or mess... Or messes. <laughs> or messes. Uh, or mess dear. I. Yeah. <laughs> like messy. Yeah. But Me- anyway. Messes. Anyway, if you want to hear more or you want to follow more, we have different social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow all of those. Like them. If you could like the Facebook page, that would be fantastic uh, because people are following it but not liking it. So likes better. Anyway. um, Yeah, yeah, we're very needy. Very, very needy. Anyway, if you you want to listen to more, go on the website, listen to other episodes as we said there's been two more episodes and there's episodes every Sunday I've kind of lost track of what I'm saying now so I'm just going to kind of ramble and then just get on to the end so thank you so much for listening to this week uh, have you got anything to add dad no no no, no? alright well thank you very much goodbye yeah bye you sound so overjoyed powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.